Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 117 of the Nomads of Fantasy podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm your host for this lovely episode. But I'm not alone out in the woods. I brought a couple people with me. I brought Eric. Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> <laughs> Creepy. Oh, dude, you should have gotten really close to the microphone and said that. <laughs> what the hell? Like some ASMR. Yes, dude. <laughs> uh, and Dave. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. <laughs> Samuel. 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 We hardly knew ya. Baby. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah. And for the first time ever on the No Massive Fantasy, we we brought in a listener. Tejas, would you be so kind to say hello to everybody and uh, say your quote? Hi, how's it going? Uh, <clears throat> what went we into this wilderness to find, leaving our country, kindred, and father's homes? We have travailed the vast ocean. For what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yes. That was good. Uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, all good quotes, guys. Um, these are quotes to the very creepy, very recent horror classic. I'm going to call it a classic. Uh, the Witch by our boy Robert Eggers from 2015. Mm-hmm. Debut. 15. Right? Yeah. De- yeah, 2015. And one of our favorite moments on this show was us talking about The Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, great movie. Really fun to talk about. And here we are seeing yeah, his debut film. We've also um, done the Northman, so I think we've covered all the true. all the eggers. Yeah, but Teaches, like you were excited to come on this episode because you really like this movie, and I think you even said your wife it might even be her favorite movie. Yeah, it's definitely uh, one of my top favorite movies of the last fifteen years, at least. Uh, That's something. Yeah, it's a great horror movie. Uh, if you can call it a horror movie, I, I tend to think of it a little more as a thriller. But yeah, my my wife also loves it. Um, she kind of views it as like a um, female empowerment movie, and uh, you know, Ooh, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay, that's awesome. Hinting towards I like, I like you know that perspective parts of the movie. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, well, before we get to the community, uh, Tejas, uh, you know, usually, like I said before, we started recording. Usually, we have other podcast hosts on stuff like that, and we always like, hey, you know. Just, you know, share your show, but, but for you, you know, change up the formula a little bit. Uh, you got a group going on. If you want to do a shout out about that, that'd be uh, great to hear about. Yeah. I've been running a Facebook group, uh, called go Nana go G O N A N A G O, which is five, seven, five in Japanese. It's oh, okay. a go Nana go, a haiku group. And, uh, I've been doing it for the group has been around for over five years now, but I've been doing the uh, haiku hump days, which is every Wednesday. I, I do a haiku hump day and I do a quote with it. And then I do a haiku each day with a piece of Japanese woodcut art. Okay. Oh, wow. That's, what that's awesome. You, you did. It was great because at, at, at the end of every episode of our show, for every episode, we end with like some kind of fun trivia game or something, right? And we try to tie it mm-hmm. in usually, if we can, with the main topic of the episode. You submitted. It was really fun. It was really interactive. You were on our Discord server, which anybody can join. But you don't know doing... as a slash Discord. <laughs> you were. Mm-hmm. It's just a reflex. Oh, it's good. I, I I hear it every time, and I can't do it myself. But uh, but yeah. no. But you you were actually submitting um some haikus. What episode? Does anybody remember? It was only, what it was only a couple ago. Okay, it was that. Re- yep. Yeah, it was only like okay. two or three episodes ago. It was the first one back from your break. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you want, if you want to hear like this in action, it's actually pretty cool. Skip in probably like an hour and a half after the episode, but that's the episode. Really fun. Uh, so yeah, thanks for coming on the show. I'm pretty jazzed to talk about, yeah, just all the things we're teasing already about this movie. It's going to be an interesting conversation, but before we do, I went on X Twitter <gasps> and uh, yes. Oh God. Um, did, they, did they tweet I, or did they X? I know what I don't even know what you're supposed to say. What are you supposed to say? Um, but anyways, I put it out there. People had things to say about this movie, and I think it was mostly positive. It, I yeah, I got the uh, gauge that mostly everybody that commented was pretty positive. I'll go mm. through. Uh, I'll go through all these here. Gamer looks at forty podcast friend of the show. Unbelievable film, suspenseful, beautifully shot, chilling scene of the sun rising and falling. Uh, is stunning. Might want to watch it with subtitles if the strong accents give you pause, but yes. it's a college course in pacing and creepy dread. Absolutely uh, stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bill over there, Gamer Looks at 40, always uh, has great comments uh, for our social section. Um, Derek and Justin's epic quest. Man, the preview for this movie was sick, but I don't think it delivered during the actual movie. Oh. I really wanted to like it, but I think it fell flat. Okay, Whoa, so, okay. so a little more on the negative side there. I finally watched podcast as one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, the ever trending story says the opening scene to me was pretty chilling. However, the rest of the movie felt like a drag to me. I don't remember feeling satisfied when it ended. Maybe a second watch is needed. Probably. I think because the trailer, I, so. I think the trailer showed the whole baby being taken scene. And that was kind of like what right. you thought the movie would be about. And the movie's really not about that. They give up. Really. You, end up picking up, you end up picking up little things after watching it uh i i saw something this last weekend when i rewatched it for the show and i was pointing to my wife i'm like i never noticed that before i you never gotta saw be that. like an expert on this movie at this point i think i, I <laughs> yeah i think i do i think i want to rewatch this again yeah. at some point uh drinks and things podcast says i love this movie i have a black philip funko <laughs> i didn't know they made those deep cut uh yeah yes. right uh Stu World Order said, oh, he posted his review. Uh, he gave it four stars. Um, out of how I'll, many I'll stars? do some highlights of this one. I think it's four out of five. But he said, boy, 20, 30 minutes into this one, I was afraid I had found another critically beloved film that uh, just wasn't doing anything for me. Luckily, it starts getting more interesting in the second act. And by the third, it's fully engrossing. Even though I had heard the ending years ago, I was still in a gray area of not really knowing if everything was actually supernatural or if mm. we were just seeing shitty colonial life, which we can discuss that as well. <laughs> that is That's the real horror of this movie is having to live Dude. back then. Right. right. <laughs> right. Uh, great performances overall. Um, the Phantom File says Robert Eggers films are always on point. Uh, two more here. Three Men in a Podcast says, honestly, one of my faves. It takes, pace in New- takes place in New England and has... That shit weather vibe, plus who knows what's real or what's not in that film. I guess during which hysteria, a lot of people suffered uh, from ergot poisoning. Shit weather yeah. vibe. You gotta I store your wheat butter. Right. <laughs> what is ergot uh, unless Ergot is like a mold that makes you hallucinate. I believe it was oh, it was getting into their wheat supplies or their, I don't know, something that was in the right. bread they bake, yeah. I think, or something like that. That's, uh, oh, you're going to make yeah, me like go from like this to like loving this movie all right and very interesting okay uh final one kylan savage says a slow burn for sure it's a great addition to the folk horror subgenre i do like that so thank you subgenre 
It is an interesting. Thank it's automatically who, creepy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That era uh, is just, just living out in the woods and being super religious sure. and you know just highly influential and all that sort of influence rather. You know, I, yeah, it's very creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Thanks I'll, everybody who commented. Those were yeah, great, great social mm-hmm. section. Uh, good comments overall. Um, mostly positive, but there was, I mean, there's some, yeah. uh, that threw some negatives in there, which, you know, it's always good to have a mixed bag. Cause I mean, I could see like, yeah, there are some slow parts in the movie and some pacing times, but we can get into that later, but it's, I could see, yeah, I could see how they could rub people the wrong way. Uh, is there anything on the calendar coming up, Dave, that would rub people well... the right way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or just rub them. I don't know if I'm doing any of the rubbing or not. No, Brandon, we can't rub our listeners. Stop. uh, No. Um, Yeah, (laughs) coming up shortly. I think we're going to next week. um, We have the indie horror games that we're going to be diving into. Yeah, dude. Which would be interesting. I have to actually play some of those. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've already started getting into them. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of of interesting stuff out there. Talking about subgenres of horror and. How do you define a horror game? And I don't know. We'll get into all sorts of that kind of fun stuff. Uh, and then after that, we'll be doing catch up. Um, getting into what we've been playing this month. Um, spoiler warning: Mortal Kombat One is awesome. So <laughs> you wanna wanna hear me talk about you guys? Uh, oh my god, it can make me so jealous. You're, yeah, you're playing shit. Mortal Kombat. Mm. You're fucking playing Spider Man Two over there. I'm like, oh my god. We'll see if uh, if I have to play indie horror games. <laughs> I might have to play. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll get Spidey right. in there. I will, yeah. But no, that's all we got coming up, and then yeah, we'll get into we got some foreign films coming up in November. So okay, stay tuned. All right, all right, all right, ye. I <laughs> say ye in this movie. Um, well, let's just get into our wagon because I pissed off the rest of the town. Apparently, I'm being too strict with my religion. They're the ones that are infected with the devil. So we'll leave. Act one. Head out into the woods. Find a nice spot that we can hold hands and kneel and pray to and and then go into act two and talk about the vitch. The vitch. Aye, the vitch. Aye. The vitch. The vitch. Alright, so you're right. Hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a like, pirate. <laughs> I, I saw that there was a moment there you were deciding what to go, <laughs> what to do. Dude, I when I'm watching this movie, I forgot, because I've seen this movie before, mm-hmm. and I forgot that the father, William, Yeah. dude, I know, I remember him from, like, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but, like... He was in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yeah, but, dude, his he's got such a deep voice. He was in, I was looking him up last night. He's in Harry Lars, Potter. He's yeah. in he's in the Newt Last Sen. Jedi. He's in the Last Jedi as like what? an Imperial he's, officer. He's baritone as all yeah. hell. I gotta look up this guy. His name is yeah. Uh, his voice just, is like booming. Something something innocent. Yes. Ralph. Ralph Innocent. Ralph Innocent. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, he was in the Last Jedi. Uh, Kate Dickey, who plays the mom, she's is, from Game of Thrones. I too. definitely she's, remembered her. Yeah, but she's so good in this movie. Yeah. You know, she plays. This oh yeah, character. she is getting this. Everybody is. Honestly, though, let's let's just get the let's get this out of the out of the way. The I don't like kid acting usually. Usually, it, it, it's it yeah. really is distracting. But this movie has good kid acting and i Incredible. really got a shout Some out the best i think I the, the young say. the really young girl one of the twins the girl one the boy didn't talk much at all but the, the sister marcy marcy dude, yeah. she is i'm not gonna say she's the star of the movie but she definitely crushed her role yeah. and i saw in these interviews like i was watching on the dvd like they were they were showing you know like I don't know interviews on set. You know they're talking about right, this, and yeah. she's on there. And I'm like, I had like I was like kind of working, and I look up. And I'm like, what? Who's talking? I'm like, that little girl is so articulate and intelligent and sharp and witty. And I'm like, she's got to be what six, seven? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How old maybe, could that maybe girl she, be? Maybe she's a short eight year old, but you know, <laughs> like she's young. She's maybe she's young. a witch. Very good. Ah, burner. <laughs> Clickety clackety. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah, I just I don't know. It was hard to do with that guy's accent because it's just like he had a deep voice, and I just I don't know old English. And yeah, this movie took place mm-hmm. in like 16, 1600s New England. So if you don't know it was... anything about the witch and why we're all acting all silly about this, it's a very fun plot. It's a very fun setting and fun. all that stuff. Is that your fun? <laughs> Well, fun fun is just like a it's a great playground to like talk about and make content out of. Sure. Yeah. yeah, intriguing. Uh, but sure, if let's let TJ, if you don't mind, I don't know if somebody's never if you're like, dude, you got to see the the witch. What would you yeah, tell them? Like, why? What's the elevator pitch on this? Movie? What's it about? <laughs> well, so I would say it's not exactly. If, I would never call it exactly a happy movie because of the circumstances that happen throughout the movie. I mean, within the first nine minutes of the movie, there's a death. Um, the entire setting of the movie is let us do uh, 30 years before the Salem witch trials. And we're going to say, hey, we're going to do an entire movie in essentially a hobble in a field with a very dark ancient woods behind it. And the entire movie is going to be loss after loss but there's meaning behind each one and i think um i'm not particularly a religious person so if there's somebody who is uh more religious or even to the point where they you know it's something that they hold dear to them i think this movie is infinitely more scary because everything about the movie has to do with repercussions of choices and lies and the eventual degradation and collapse of a family due to the choices that that everybody makes in the movie the father being the main one uh i mean the first thing he says in the movie the very first line in the movie is a response to a conversation that we were not privy to right you really get thrown Mm -hmm. right in there which I love. I love when shit's like like shit's tense in the opening scene. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. given a good. It's yeah. given a good setting. It's giving a good kind of grounding of where, when, and what's going on, basically, essentially. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the remainder of the movie is is uh, uh, an entire family falling apart, and 
you know, I don't want to get into the end too much yet, but uh, yeah, it is from the viewpoint essentially from of, of Thomason, who is uh, apparently her name is Anya Taylor Joy, not Anya. Yeah, which, oh, uh, she, like we saw name. her in the menu. Uh, that was a great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was great in that. Also, this was her first role. Okay, yeah, well, she's young she's, in this. I, I was. She's Chilean, apparently. Oh, interesting. I did not know that either. But you, you would not know that from her accent or her ability to, to mimic accents. Wait, it's she's just from not where? Something you would... Apparently, she's from Chile. Oh. Interesting. Wow. Um, we've never I'm known. Wrong, but I'm almost positive. I'm like 95% positive. I thought she was from she was, Florida. She was the first audition tape that Robert, Robert Eggers saw, too, apparently. Yeah. According to IMDb, she, cool, which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, she she is the main protagonist of the movie, and uh, essentially the entire movie is seen from her viewpoint because she's always in the scene. There's only a few scenes in the movie that she's not actually in. Sure, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the dad and the brother, you know, yeah. stuff like that. There's there's a few scenes, but she definitely is the. And we're gonna get into spoiler territory because I'm gonna come in hot right here. The movie's the movie's called The Witch. Do you know why it's called the witch? Is 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 she the witch, or is it the old lady that's well, the witch? Like I and I like that the name. I like when a movie can have double meanings. Like you know, well, I think Dave's I think itching to tell witch? me why is two who V's. the witch is. I so, think it's pretty obvious. But the the witch, the witch is yes. Uh, how the word was written in the story's period because the letter W was not commonly used at the time, and they did so much historical. Historical digging up of what was oh, he yeah. using? He was using like court documents and like letters from the right. time yeah, period. Eggers uh, like did his research. Spent years on, on this. Said movie. yeah, he did multiple years. But I think that's what makes it so cool. Is like in the beginning they say that like it was what does it say? It was like it's based off of you know old English old folk tales or something mm-hmm. like that. And then at the end we get the little update that like hey like you know I based we based all this shit off of like actual like historical documentation and stuff like that, which right. I think mm-hmm. makes it even scarier. I mean, it's all well, to go along, you know, to go yeah. along with what you were saying about the, uh, about the type for the, the name and uh, everything being used from documents, everything they did in this movie was time piece accurate. The, mm-hmm. the house was built specifically uh, handcrafted. They had to oh, bring really? someone special to do the thatch because there was only one person who could do it. It's filmed right. in Canada okay. too, by the way. Huh. Um, they were using like time period accurate tools to like build it and stuff. Like, yep. cool. No, yep. well, I'm not surprised because the the lighthouse. He was very specific about that lighthouse with that light. It was there's there weren't many left in the world, so they had to make one or something like that. But I don't remember okay. he was very specific. And you know, another great director that did this is um is Kubrick. Kubrick really gives a shit about his settings, what his props are, camera, and he really thinks about everything. He Like, yeah, they might be micromanaging this stuff, but I think with these guys, they have such a vision. And like watching the, again, going back to that making of video, they they did nothing but praise like Egger's work. They said, I've never had such a good time making a movie because he had an answer for everything. How should I feel? How yeah. should I move? What should I do? He knew everything. Where should I stand? What would I do? You know, and uh, it all of this just says that, like, you know, Eggers has only done, what, three movies, I think? Mm-hmm. But he's somebody that you should keep an eye on. And, a, again, yeah. I'll also throw A24. 
It's just like when you yeah. see uh-huh. that logo, it's just like, why are they always like usually a good movie or at least an interesting movie? Well, I think the Eggers thing goes to written and directed by. So anything I yeah, think we, we run into that all the time where something yeah. is written and directed by the same guy. Tarantino. Like it, it comes out. There's just it's so much more thought out and so more well put together, I think. Usually. Usually. If, usually. Well, sometimes if, you know, the director gets too much up their own ass with their their vision it might not turn out the way one of those passion projects right right exactly i mean <laughs> hey. Tom, tommy tommy was or whatever his name is yeah. right oh you gotta have the the right vision for something yeah but. i trust we robert, should do though. the room robert's one good. time because i've never seen it and that would be fun to watch and talk about but i've never um, seen it either but it sounds hilarious but yeah that's um that's the that's the plot that was a deep deep uh, analysis of the movie because I would have just said it's about a family that lives in the woods in the 1600s and they're they're being harassed by a witch and shit goes down and what's crazy is I I think it's fun if we talk about religion real quick <clears throat> I am not very religious it's it really bothers me sometimes how some people can be so religious where like I feel like I I don't see the real them because somebody got to them first and. And like that's fine if if you're religious and everything I'm saying is like you know offending you I'm sorry but like that's that's how I feel but these some of these people they 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 can't control themselves and they push their religion on people and it's just like who like slow down like there's so many people in the world and there's so many religions how how can you know <laughs> how how can you know you know and I'm literally seeing people literally in, on the other side of the planet right now blowing each other up and a lot of this has roots on this shit so I'm just yeah. like can we all just chill out. And I'm sure everybody here has like some relationship with religion, but like, I like the more religious people that just keep that shit to themselves. And <laughs> this movie starts off with a family that apparently could not keep that shit to themselves. Is that like, is that why this movie is kind of, it's commentary on religion on faith and stuff like that. Right. But, but then again, like at the end of the movie, I was thinking, man, they might've been difficult religious people. They might've been too strict at like even the town kind of kicked them out. But Turns out they were right because there is a devil in a, in a goat and there are witches. So who was actually if you're wrong? Interpreting the village is... This movie, okay, I mean, you can we... interpret it, this movie multiple different ways. I mean, that, you know, even Eggers himself said he wanted to leave it up to interpretation of whether, like, is this actually, like, supernatural stuff that's happening or is this family just slowly degrading and, you know... They're all kind of going, but it's not psychotic. edited in any other way. It seems like it really it's happened. All supernatural, I thought. Yeah, there are there. But are then again, there hints. are a couple shots. I guess that could be. Well, but I mean, it's got to be fantastical because you're following. Yeah, you're following like a shape shifting, a shapeshifter. Spoiler alert! Right. Or so you uh, think. So they don't a... explicitly show any of that, though. But they keep showing For a fucking yeah, rabbit. They don't explicitly the show. The witch. They don't show the rabbit transforming into the witch. You just make well, that connection. You see the the hot booby lady come out of the house. I'm just playing devil's advocate with the kid. <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate because it could be interpreted in in different ways. I just took it at face value as like, yes, this all this stuff is on screen is happening as you know that you see it. But I could see how it could be interpreted in multiple ways. Hmm. So there, there actually is another bit in the uh, making of the the same on the DVD behind the scenes. Um, 
So apparently the, the corn, the rotting corn, the fungus that's growing on it was a very specific fungus to the time that, I mean, I assume it exists today still, but apparently that fungus is a hallucinogenic fungus if eaten. And he doesn't say that, that, that they've been eating it, but the point is that it's there right. and that is part of the story. I mean, so that's that, interesting because it, I mean, it leaves the door open a little bit. I was listening right. to because it's hollow it's Halloween season, right? And we're talking about mm-hmm. Lewis and all that stuff. And I was listening to uh, one of my favorite podcasts, Stuff You Should Know, and they had a, a short episode about candy corn. And the fact that I just learned Ew. was um, ba- back when they first made candy corn, it wasn't based because like back then when they first made it, it was kind of like um, it was like a joke. To, to eat corn because i guess not too long ago maybe 100 years ago corn was for like chicken feed right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was a joke they were like making and it was all year round it wasn't tied to halloween at the time when it first came out it was just all year round and they were just making candy of anything and the one guy said hey what if we just took that chicken feed that corn and we just make corn thing and people eat that eventually evolved into like in the 50s or whatever it became part of our halloween tree and all stuff but nobody likes to candy anyways but I just thought that, okay, so so I just learned that today. And here I am hearing you talk about that. Like, did they eat the corn? Because they were doing, they were hard up on food throughout the whole movie. Yeah. William apparently apparently is like a failure, right? You assume this guy, he built a pretty good house. Pretty like, he knows how to too. build shit. Yeah, he's pretty <laughs> handy. But farmer, he is not. And did they eat the oh. corn? And did they eat the corn? And they got fucked up? And they were tripping? I didn't even think about this. Mm, no, me neither. No. I assume that, it was that all was, superstitious. Yeah, me from from this recent watch that I found out. Um, but where did the baby go? This well, baby literally gets killed in like not less than nine oh, minutes. I looked man. at the clock; it was eight thirty, and that baby is being mushed into like chili or something. Uh, that was or no, I'm sorry, uh, uh, so body rub. It's, about, it's good to exfoliate the skin; like it really brings yeah, out like some the, kind of. It's a good rub. moisturizer too, and that tough well, like new england weather specifically that scene if you notice the uh just after the witch murders the baby and is, is making what's called an unction she's rubbing it on a broomstick and the scene where you see the moon yeah. and the shadow is her starting to fly so it's uh oh, okay. if you remember do you remember the movie warlock from the 90s or yeah r.i.p the warlock he just he died the guy got lost yeah. in the and died like a yeah, year ago julian, julian sands he died here in uh, sure. or California or Arizona, I forget. Uh, but yeah. uh, that was the same concept. It was babies, babies fat to fly. Dude, I yeah. So it's, okay, uh, That's like you said, T just uh, earlier. You said like this is not really a horror movie. It's more just unnerving, unsettling, disturbing in some scenes. The music plays a big part of that. Apparently, he had no intention of having any music in the movie. Uh, and I guess they made the movie entirely, and he's like. Now it needs music. It's, it's like got shiny. Not even like, like that music though. It's yeah. It's, it's like a. It's on, I call it a soundscape. Yeah. To like, yeah. it yeah. adds. It's like uh, it adds to the scene, yeah. but it's not something I'm going to put on Spotify. Right. Apparently, the, all the music too is also uh, time period specific <laughs> instruments as well. So anything made for the movie was made with something that was made or able to be played at that time. I love that. Oh, it's hey, like, I, it's like I, the I same stuff like, he did with he, the lighthouse. You know, we're using right. that crazy Black instrument if you use that uh, if you watch the What's video that? on the composer who did oh the yeah House. like he's uh, got some winding yeah it's it's so yeah, yeah. It, oh, i know the name but called? i forgot it. it's got a good name uh, like a willy-nilly or a 
Yeah. But I like that Eggers went. I like how he did the lighting for this movie. Hurdy gurdy appeared. There you go. Hurdy gurdy Dave. No, it's Google. It's not me. <laughs> but you're so willy nilly, like that's so pretty close. I was thinking like some dumb name. I was thinking, hurting girl. Yeah. You play um, it in Sea of Thieves. That's why. Oh. Uh, so in yeah, <laughs> Sea of Thieves. Tiki hand crank machine. Eggers' lighting is really good. I really like how he he did it all natural for the most part. I'm sure there's some lighting. That was partly the cinematographer said it was mostly all natural light essentially yeah yeah insane. i'm sure the interior shots when they really gotta do like a key lighting i'm sure they you know <laughs> but like uh just the, i don't know if it's where they were but the location just seemed to really work very well they scouted out a very, very good spot um they were in canada film this movie yeah you were seeing canada mm-hmm. which is yeah they got big, some intensive thick, woods out those, there yeah thick ass yeah. forests that they got mm-hmm. out there I live, I was saying this before, but I live, you know, on like five, six acres and it's mostly like wooded. And when I have my, yeah. when I have my light going out in my backyard, it does the same thing where it's just like the first line of trees. And then it's just like fucking blackness behind that. And never that's know one what's thing in this in movie that the one thing that, the, well, like right now, like I can look into the woods and see nothing. Like something could be watching me from the woods, like a witch. Something could be stalking me. Like you could see Uh (laughs) black philip there is something watching you from the woods like this this movie creeped me out the same way that blair witch kind of creeped me out of the woods yeah like like the woods is a creepy ass setting especially when it's like you know old and overgrown and and you're all alone yeah when there's internet and cops the feeling of solitude (laughs) and like yeah the concept when there's, there's there's hundreds of miles of woods around you you know no, no yeah. civilization mm-hmm. within miles. How, how many of you have actually like been in the woods in the middle of the night in in the pitch black? Oh yeah, it's scary as fuck. Have you ever? I've it's done it driving. I don't know if and I you're, like you're driving on that road and you turn lights off. You're like Jesus Christ. You turn it back on. Yeah, <laughs> driving. Yeah. yeah, light pollution is a thing, man. When you get away from oh, that yeah. and you really go yeah. out out there, oh, look up at the sky. Fucking, you'll see way. Shit. Yeah, uh, I know. How many stars are yeah, there? Right. But the the woods, you know, inherently the woods are a very scary feature throughout all of folklore in oh, yeah. human history. I'm surprised it didn't woods... play more into this movie though. Like it really was more about their homestead, right? It really it seemed like it mostly focused on the characters. Kind of you know, go to a little babbling brook over there, you know, hang out in the house, hang out in the yard, and then a couple shots in the woods and the witch's house or hut, whatever, but no, like nighttime, like horror. No jump. Well, you know, every no, every time that. they no. showed the woods or went into the woods was kind of a moment where you knew something mm-hmm. was going to happen, right? You know, or like some the dog would... gets killed, right. the kids get lost, separated, the boy gets molested or whatever. Right. Um, Tejas, you were saying how like you recommend it, which I I typically do this, but because I do like the experience, but to wear headphones specifically for this movie. Yeah, there's a and no, audio no subtitles. And I did. I know subtitles this time. Um, oh, okay. And I, was, I did okay. I did. I had to go um, with subtitles. <laughs> I, I actually did go in with subtitles this time myself. But the sound, though, like what's interesting about hearing this movie with uh, headphones is constantly, very subtly, they'll have something rustling. This rattling sound of 
something in the woods. That's the end. Always. And you know it's definitely her in some capacity bebopping around. Yeah. Doing yeah. something. She's always she's ever present. The whole movie. You could be inside and in like you're you're if you don't watch this with headphones, you might not notice it. You just hear mostly the people talking and the other standard sounds like animals right. yep. chirping and all that stuff in the background. But with headphones, I noticed the it's at first I thought it was wind, like wind with like leaves. But then I noticed, no, that's like dry leaves on the ground and some things like step constantly moving them and stepping on them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's an ever present threat in the background, even if you don't actually see her. Um, apparently the woods are... Anytime that they show the family in the field, the woods are always in the background. There's, mm -hmm. I, if I remember, there's not actually a scene ever where there is not, uh, uh, the woods are not in the background somewhere. That's cool. Right. That is creepy. It's always, it's always for, looming. I, I, I want, we like yes. that one location movie, like a story that's really in like one spot. I usually, uh, cause you get to know it so well and it is a character and you're right. There's so many shots where like the mate, the character that we're trying to show is here, but there's a big glass window or whatever, and it's just showing the woods, mm -hmm. and the camera slowly pans. And the music doesn't help that. Music is very unsettling when it's looking into the woods as well. Yeah, but yeah. Like I guess spoiler, spoiler warning. Like once you find out that the witch is, because at a certain point in the, like the middle of this of the movie, I'm like, oh shit, the witch is the fucking rabbit. I'm like, I'm sure of yeah. it. Yeah. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, you know, you start I figure out that the the witch is also other things and when she takes Caleb, like that was one of the creepier friggin' parts of the whole movie cuz uh yeah. You know that something horrible is about to happen. Um but yeah, I I think that's what would make it a good second watch is being able to go back and specifically listen for like hearing a crow in the back and you know mm -hmm. the audio somewhere right, or Yep, like yep. you said, the it's, rustling it's, it's in the leaves constant. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's constant, and you think, yeah, and like, and like, just like them, you don't know. You just assume yeah. it's that shit. You know, they like, like, come on, Thomason loses a baby playing peekaboo. Like, it was not a fucking wolf. <laughs> it was mere seconds. No. Something, no. something fucked up happened. And you, you see know? the little, the little bit of grass shaking yep. near the woods. You knew, yep. As she looks up, something so you know right something right. just, yeah. just zipped by really quickly really quick yeah yeah and also i remember the first time i saw this movie i thought the boy uh caleb i thought caleb was the dad i don't know who william was but like i remember this i remember thinking the the brother is thomas they just call him thomason because it's old english or something like that and oh, i'm like this yeah. i don't know who what the you know the, the daughter's <laughs> name is like the main character i couldn't i remember and then i and then it, like later in the movie i was like oh my god her name is her name is Thomas Sin. Never heard this name before. She's and got it, Sin right in her name. It it's, I was just gonna say I didn't even realize that. Thomas how, Sin. How dare that? Thomas Sin. So that's got to be an old English name. Did they make it up for the movie? Do we know, or if it's? I'm not actually sure. Yeah, I've never heard that, that name, name before. Yep. Yeah, Thomason. Yeah, I was like, man, Thomason is a uh, very interesting character because, like, I mean, obviously. I feel like even though this movie is very like supernatural, that's about witches and stuff. It's also very relatable um, because you have family issues. I feel like 
you know, even if you have a happy family, there's always some sort of whether it's relatives or, you know, other people throughout your family, even if you, even if it's not your mm. core nuclear family, there's always some sort of tension, family issue, trust issues. Um, and that's what this movie is all about as well, because, I mean, Thomason's a, a teenager in this movie. And obviously, you know, when you're a teenager, your parents probably don't trust you or believe what you're saying as, you know, as much as you'd like them to. So, I mean, we see it in this movie, very apparent, you know, every at every turn, Thomason's parents are challenging what she's saying, blaming her for something. Well, well it's the mom and the dad, she lost the dad their and the mom baby. I mean, yeah, but it, it wasn't her fault. Like she was, she was. But they don't exactly. That that's point, that's my whole point. They. That's my whole yeah. yeah. That's my whole point. Like she can tell them. As, I made a note. <laughs> she well, she feels like shit losing the baby to a witch. Like that's what I. <laughs> of course like, she, she does. Just, uh, you well, just feel really. She's yeah. just getting beaten down by her mom like constantly. She's just trying to please. How her? can she yeah. come back from that though? You know, after you lose your baby brother, like you hear you had you're no, stuck in that house, no idea what and you happened. Just hear your mom. Right, crying, weeping, over, day in, day out, over and over. Like hmm. she, she's dealt right. a raw hand at the at the whole start of this. Which, I mean, my whole theory for the movie is that the witch was grooming Thomas in the entire time and trying to turn her against her family so that she would, in the end, spoiler alert, have nothing left. She, so she turned to join the, the coven. Mm-hmm. I, you can't go back to the yeah. Town. I, I think like it was orchestrated. I think it was a completely legitimate viewpoint too. Yeah, like I that was that was how I viewed it. Like everything was orchestrated around Thomason to get her turned against her family, and then at the end, she's the the only one left, and you know she's got no other options, so she makes the deal. Yeah, hold on, you're gonna go back to town, Why and Black... then you're gonna get burned at the stake, essentially. Right. This is, Where did Black know... Philip come from? He's a goat. I don't know so, his origin, okay. but I mean, he's... That's, that's a great question. That's one of the unanswered right. parts of the movie. Is like they, when does he well, show up? In the beginning, the... you don't see him. He's not in the beginning. He the, the right. listen, dad, like over like six months or whatever, like kind of went back and forth into like village just to get like supplies and shit. Because he does say yeah, he goes sure. in and he like he does stuff off screen. Like mm-hmm. I went in the town, I sold you know you know mom could have picked up a goat yeah. family heirloom. So he must have got the goat. But like okay, so the devil was born in born into a baby goat into this village, and then it was knew it would eventually be pulled into this family it just seems well, like you a gotta very also weird path think for a goat you, to like go through just to get to this family there's just super purchased just to be there's supernatural stuff happening so like the devil they, like milking black are they drinking his milk too no the devil, like, black what do they do with a the boy he's not you can't milk oh he's it. a boy yeah so, so then yeah so like, what is he for <laughs> so uh so what are they doing why is he on the farm listen what are you doing with, the, with the male goat everything um, the the i mean the devil embodies this goat correct so the devil can, I mean, he's whatever in this universe, one of the, like the most powerful being. So he could mess with their minds. He could make them forget like or make them remember that, you know, this gold's been here the whole time. So like, I feel like he was probably in oh, some okay. way messing with their minds to like not question why he was there. He was just there. Is the goat another, really uh, Satan? Another... Or is it like the well, witch in disguise? Well... That's the thing, right? Is uh, you don't really you you can say yes, but the idea is that it could also just be the witches, and it's plural because there's more than one, right? And it could be the witches messing with the family mm-hmm. through the goat. That's true too. But uh, in traditional, to toward, I was gonna say in tradi- just I was just gonna say just to 
<laughs> Sorry. In traditional folklore, witches serve the devil. That's all I was going to say. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say, too, is the... Um, um, Oh man, now I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. I completely That's lost your train of thought. Uh, just well, hold that, on a second. Know, so character was important, but he, yeah, he, he it is important. But like, he comes out of nowhere. Apparently, he's the devil, or he's some kind of evil entity. We, we just assume he's the devil yeah. because of their yeah. Um, but I, it, it is interesting because he he is very powerful and he can read. Um, Thomason's mind. I thought this was a really nice touch. I didn't really think about it the first time, but the second time I saw it, when he first reveals himself, which is, I think, really chilling. <laughs> just yeah. not expecting this really casual. Right. You know, soft spoken. I was voice thinking, out of nowhere. like, normally, like, yeah. when you hear the devil speak, it's speaking in, like, tongues and, like, Latin and stuff. That's what I was <laughs> expecting. But then, yeah, you got right. this suave, like, hey, you want to uh, sign but... this book? <laughs> But this was cool. Like, he eventually goes behind Thomason and he's like whispering in her ear. And she's standing there. He's like, You know, do you want to go with me basically and join me and like leave this life? Right. And, um, live delicious. He looks like a, he looks like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he looks like somebody, um, that was in the village earlier in the, in the movie. So when they're first leaving the village, the camera's like on the back of the wagon and they're going by and you see like, um, Kind of like Native American dudes are walking by, mm-hmm. right? You know, they look, they're all looking back and the doors close in on them. But you'll see like more, um, they not pilgrims or conquistadors, but they're definitely dressed up, some kind of ro- old English royal, royalty kind of gear. And I'm just thinking, dude, she's like a budding teenager, you know, she's starting to get the hots for men, you know, she's starting to think about sex and all that stuff. How do you know she this? probably is attracted to these. <laughs> fancy dress men coming this. into the village you know what i'm saying you're not, you're not so it Thomas makes man. sense for why would the devil look like because if you look it's like a white guy with like this fancy garb on and i was like why is he why does he look like that like why is where did that come from but it's like that's her version of sexy right and like she's already been forbidden of any sexual thoughts or anything she's living with these very very extreme religious parents right so inside, she's internalizing, you know, this stuff. So I just think it's repressed feelings that the devil was able to read through and say, you know, what? I know what you did. You probably had the hots for like some of these guys walking around in the village. It was just very normal. <laughs> I don't get be... any of that. I, I, I don't think saw I it. Maybe I read into it, either. but like, no, it's just really, I, I don't like, know. I, I feel like that's what that whole scene was. The goat and the devil. Like, like I didn't really, I guess, because the goat does lead her to the coven of witches so essentially i guess technically the goat is just satan i guess in this movie yeah and he's promising her like a to live delicious life to yeah. see the world and i mean they, he li- they literally have this book and she literally signs her soul away so that you know she can yeah get this it goes life. from the metaphorical to the to the right physical <laughs> she's literally signing a and, book. Uh, yeah but yeah. the the way that the witches or black philip or whatever kind of the way that they go about everyone in the family like they know everyone's weakness like i don't know if it's whether it's from watching them or mind reading or whatever like they know that little caleb has got a thing for boobies and like mm-hmm. you know that'll that'll suck them right in that's the that's the tractor beam that'll pull them in they know that you know she wants to Listen, live deliciously sexy the mom, lady the mom, in the woods like, i i'm the sorry 
just a random run right away. exactly no. so there's some there's some interesting there's some interesting stuff about the movie too because each one of the family members has um with the exception of thomason uh every single family member has a uh sin against them mm-hmm. in the movie the father the father uh pride. sold the mother's uh silver cup and lied about Lies. it the mother pride too the, yes, the mother is extremely proud about, you know, her old heritage and despises the life that she's been led to in this new world where she no longer, see, you know, she is not in England, the place that she wants to be, and she hates her family because of that. Uh, yeah. Caleb lies about the apples. It's a simple thing, but, you know, and then, he, you know, he is a growing boy with only one other girl on the farm. Right. So, yes, he is peeking at his sister because it is like, you guys are living by yourselves in the damn woods. Not saying it's right. Yeah. It's just that's what's happening. No, yeah. To- um, we all get that. Yeah. Mer- Mercy and Jonas. Men are wired are the way they're the wired. It's just kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mercy and Jonas are speaking to the goat, and, uh, you know, it, it's not exactly uh, 100% whether it's true or not, but they've, they've sold themselves to the goat, you know, in some way, shape, or form. And uh, the only, and when Sam was a baby, so mm-hmm. Samuel was, you know, Born innocent into sin. The kids sold themselves for candy corn, probably. Yeah, <laughs> for little candy pumpkins. Uh, the um, so yeah, Thompson in the end is really the only person throughout the entire movie who tells the truth the entire time. She's the only one who is being beaten down for something she never did. Uh, told by her mother constantly that everything is her fault. The father, even though he, uh, even though William says, you know, I believe you, I believe you. When it gets to the the scene where with Caleb's death, which by the way we have to talk about Caleb's death. Oh, of course. Uh, after that, he uh, essentially tells her, you know, no matter what you say, we have to go to the village because you need to be essentially put on trial. You know, I, this is out of my hands. Is essentially what he tells her, even though she says to him, she says to him, you know, you're a liar. You you did this you stole the cup you've lied you've done all these different things tells it to his face and and his only response to it is yes you're you're right is anger towards her you know everything about the movie is is these other family members having mm-hmm. you know these things that they weren't necessarily horrible bad but but used against them to the nth degree, oh, yeah. and, you know, Caleb in the woods with the sexy, sexy witch lady in the hovel, you know, beckoning him in, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's like a collapse, but Thomason's the only one who, who never actually did anything wrong. The only thing I would say Thomason did was uh, be mean to Mercy and tell her she's the witch, which you could see as a form of foreshadowing, <laughs> you know, because like she's. Sure. Yeah. Pretending to be this witch, or she's telling she's Mercy that she's the witch, showing and... personality, and like she's just so like beaten up, and like just needs some kind of. She's just let that out. Right. I mean, my, my eight year old, right. nine year old, whatever. He cannot control himself. He's a great boy. He's a super nice boy, but sometimes he's just so wound up, he just can't help himself. He just instigates with the little one, or he just has to do something, you know. And it's just like he can't help himself. And right. this this girl, you know. She's just feeling all this guilt and shame and all that stuff. And yeah, I just, even that I let slide because how, as a teenager, that's got to be the worst place you want to be. You know, I mean, she doesn't want to be sold to another family or whatever, but man, like it's got to be better than 
where you're at, right? You're mm -hmm. Treated like shit, and that's all. Who's there? I be the witch of the wood. Mercy, come out. I be not mercy. I be the witch of the wood. And I have come to steal ye. Hear me stick a fly in through the trees. Clickety-clackety, clickety-clackety. Mercy. Clickety-clackety, clickety-clackety. Why, yes, when thou dost wrong, I be a-washing father's clothes like a slave, and thou art playing idle. Because mother hates you. Spoilt child. Tell mother you have left the farm alone. Black Philip says I can do what I like. Devil take your Black Philip. Sure thought I can't leave the yard. I could go to the brook before you let the witch take Sam. Quiet thee. It were a wolf stole Sam. A witch. I've seen her in her riding cloak about the wood. Father showed me the tracks. It was a witch. Aye. It was a witch, Mercy. You speak aright. Thomason! It was I. Liar. Twas I what stole him. I be the witch of the wood. Liar. Liar. I am. Listen not to a Mercy. I am that very witch. When I sleep, my spirit slips away from my body and dances naked with the devil. How I signed his book. No. He bade me bring him an unbaptized babe. So I stole Sam and I gave him to my master. And I'll make any man or thing else vanish I like. No. Aye. And I'll vanish thee too if thou displeaseth me. Be quiet. Mercy! She's but telling fantasies. A chance I'll boil and bake thee. Since we're a lack of food. Stop! Stop, Thomason! It's not true! It is, thou thing. How I crave to sink my teeth into thy pink flesh. <laughs> Tell us thy mother of this. I'll witch thee and thy mother and draw us through. Stop thy tears and swear thy silence. I swear. You'll not tell mother nor father. I swear. Thomason, let her alone. Get away from the killer. I was going to say really quick that conversation about sending uh, Thomason away, that doesn't happen until after Sam dies. Mm -hmm. It never happens. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like the mother uh, placing all the blame on her. And right. knowing that her only re her only recourse is to send her away, but yeah, yeah. she right. can't bear to, can't to look at her anymore. Out. Yeah, mm -hmm. but well, uh, yeah, Caleb. Helps, I just have a quick yeah a quick fact note while I was just looking through the cast on IMDb. Um, the old lady that played the witch, Batha Bath Bathsheba Garnett, uh, known for the witch in twenty fifteen. She was born in 1925, which means she was 90 fucking years old when she filmed this movie. No way. Damn. She looked good. 1925. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, girl. Right. Get in there. How do you get approached? How do you get approached for that role? Hey, you want to like crouch a... down in a fucking barn next to a goat naked and <laughs> attack some kids? <laughs> All the, free, all the free bloody milk you can drink. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she was in Mean Girls too in 2004 though. But oh man, I just uh, yeah, that was the that's the last wow. thing that she's that's done at, ni at 90 years old though. I thought that was kind of. Is she you know. still alive, David? I can't imagine she's still alive. I hold on. Because if she was 90 in 2015, I mean, she's gonna be set some up there, man. One of the older. I mean, it, there there is no death date on. Okay, good, uh, good, good for her. Maybe, maybe she'll be in the next witch, witch 2. She'll be in uh, Nosferatu. Almost 99 then? 98, 99? Witch 2 takes over Manhattan. <laughs> there's, <laughs> um, a, there's an ad article in the New York Post. How a 91-year-old actress prepared to eat a baby. 
Oh, so, there is. Wow, so, that's uh, just how you. That's how you go about your acting life. I don't know. Uh, let's yeah, let's talk about Caleb here. So Caleb, oh, great performance, another good, yeah, good acting from a kid. Amazing, like, the some kid of the really best is... I've seen in that scene for sure. Yeah, and he, you really feel for him because like he's he's being you know a believer of what his father's telling him. He's trying to be like his dad. He's trying to absorb everything about his dad, and and he's just is like dad, but like our bro- my my little brother is going to hell mm-hmm. and he was a baby and he's just trying to understand the world around him. And, you know, and he's trying to like be the man and grab a gun and get food. And he's trying to like, you're always rooting for Caleb. Poor kid. I don't know what happens to him. He's got a very interesting story, but yeah, probably one of the best, if not the best scene in the movie is sadly his death. Right. Right. Is that, I mean, it wasn't, he dies. It wasn't right? all sad. It, was it looked like he had like yeah. a, a giant like wicked Jesus orgasm and then just like died from like, but I don't think that was him though. (laughs) Jesus orgasm. Cast the light of countenance upon me. Spread over me the lap of thy love. Wash me in the ever flowing fountains of thy blood. Holy thine I am. My sweet Lord Jesus. My Lord, my love, kiss me with the kisses of thy mouth. How lovely art thou, thy embrace. My lord, <laughs> my lord, my love, my soul salvation. Take me to thy lap. <laughs> no, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. It is his, his, uh, his breathing and body body motions are that of joy and pleasure but yeah <laughs> uh, the point the point the mother makes is that she she says shortly after she says that you know the devil can come in right. beautiful forms as well mm. so she's she's convinced that he's in hell and did not ascend to heaven mm-hmm. so you know like right. that adds it could have just been more a tenfold to her grief a last like uh dig from the witches like giving them false hope or whatever yeah know. I was like, I, like what he was saying was just like it felt like it was being it wasn't it didn't feel like him he was just like being a vessel like channeled for somebody else speaking for him if you take it as like sarcasm like right that could be it could that's be what I, that's how i took oh. it definitely be a witch's dig like, like the devil's giving a middle finger to these religious people yeah that's well that's i mean it's I, like my oh, lord my love he's trolling him. kiss me with kisses of thy mouth how lovely thou art thy embrace my lord my lord blah 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 my love and then he just goes yeah. and then dies well then he spits up the apple oh the apple right. too what was I, with that because they were oh, oh that that was he lied about the apple oh mm-hmm. yeah but it was a I heard an interesting too. thing about another discussion about this movie was uh, that the the apple is almost like a uh, almost like a virus. So like when he spits it out, it's almost like he brought the he brought the the power of the witch inside the home. And it goes uh, still yeah, it ties back to like uh, religious thought. religious roots as well with the forbidden fruit and everything. You know, obviously the apple right, was that, intentional mm, for sure. Well, Good true, pull. and like it's basically like it's like Eve or Lilith or any kind of like the females from like that side of religion were like kind of given the finger to the men a little bit. Like here's your apple and stick it up your ass and come out your mouth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that could be, I could see. So like, oh, that one. who was it your wife or something like that? That seems like the, um, the strong female kind yeah. of story arc here. 
what what right. like what's the angle there like what's going on there i i mean as i i watched it as a man i wasn't really thinking anything like that as a woman like what did she see in this story well, because the the entire time frame that this movie takes place in patriarchy is is the say all be all of every conversation if the father they are there because the father said we are going here they are stuck in the right. woods because of the father's stubbornness which we don't know what happened but mm-hmm. it was right. because yep. of his stubbornness that they it doesn't even matter because it's his, what he says. Yeah, I mean, she stands in the beginning of the movie. She stands stunned. Mm-hmm. Her brother comes to get her because, you know, she is like, "What the hell just happened? What? How did? How did like, this just happen?" Right. This is not a good idea. <laughs> even even the mother, even though she has you know her her sin of pride or or, or whatever else is piled on top of that, even she is like, you know, I I hate it here. I wish we were back in England. Mm-hmm. I don't blame I, her. I, want to be home. I mean, probably England sounds sounded better. It definitely would have worked out better. better for her. But so, so the point is that my my wife sees this movie as like a strong female movie because in the end she ends up, yes, she loses her entire family, but she's also freed of that world mm-hmm. of the world of the patriarchy that that will do nothing but sell her to someone, demand that she become a a baby factory. Uh-huh. But what about uh, you Caleb? Know. Caleb was a good boy. I mean, he was being yeah, yeah. turned into something like that. But at his age, he was still an innocent male. Like he didn't. Yeah, he no, did nothing but like try to help his sister. And he said, yeah, "Hey, he, just sleep." He just I'll, I'll uh, take care of this family. Ran in, ran into, ran into the woods and paid for his, uh, for his, mm-hmm. his lies. I mean, paid for his lies, and, but also you know was manipulated against the family with the witch as well. If you look mm-hmm. at uh, the time period, yeah. I mean, the entire the entirety like the history of women being prosecuted as witches was all done by men, and obviously these women weren't really witches. They were just being prosecuted by these men. Who but it was women that, that they started were. that whole Salem thing, though. It was girls. It was girls that started that shit, and they just jumped on it. But it was girls that started that. Well, that was the other interesting thing. Apparently, this movie takes place just thirty years mm-hmm. before the Salem witch trials. Yeah. So I mean, they just were. Like, they were. Could hard you imagine me that crazy. fucking religious? Where you're like, yeah, yeah, I saw Mary last night, and she's a witch. Like, oh yeah, she's yeah, and they're just all jumping. Like, what is this? Like the Simpsons? Like, what are we fucking doing? It's just like everybody's it's just doing, in Springfield. A woman just, is like, doing something a man doesn't approve of, so she must be a witch. She mixed a powder into my milk and it turned brown. Right. Crap. <laughs> right. Crap. Like, it's not cocoa, damn it. That's the real horror, Brandon. Living back in the 1600s. But like, and like to know, like, like, what did you know? You didn't know shit. You didn't know shit back then. <laughs> what did you know? Like, what? Edu- where is he going to get education? Where's corn. Caleb going to learn about math? There's well, no fucking math. There's two I mean, nails. There's the hammer. Too. Go do it. You know, like, that's the whole thing, too. Like. They were doomed from the start going out there. They're under like, the uh, the rule of the the male figure in the family. So just like T just just like T just was saying, like what he says goes. He you know teaches them everything they need to know. What he says is like gospel to the you know, or it should be. And right. if they disobey, then that's yeah. That, then they're well, treated. The, like... the other comment that Thomason throws at him throws into his face too when he's accusing her after Caleb's death, and she says, "What are you?" Uh, what are you good for? Nothing but chopping wood. Right. You know. Yep. Oh my wood. god. Because, because yeah, I was gonna say is. when that's he's killed by he's Black Thomas, at. I'm like, there's like, bro, there's not enough food. But man, we got we're ready for like two fucking winters here. <laughs> Can you do anything other than cut wood, dude? That was poetic when he fucking he got buried under that pile of wood. 
that huge pile yeah. of wood that he's been chopping. How did that goat stab him? Like Black Phillip, like he gored him with just the horns from the yeah, but, like, from the side. I think from the side. Yeah, because yeah. his horns like come back, and I'm like, I was trying to think of the physics of it. Like if a goat comes up, he just whipped his head around, like, throws yeah. it, throws it to the side. A little, a little suspension of disbelief in that scene, but you know, he got, he got, dude yep. got messed up though. Like, yeah, there's no coming back from that, especially like nowadays. Um, I don't think you're coming back from that. So yeah, once Caleb is dead, then um, Jonas and Mercy go into a. I can't still to this day. I'm not sure. Was it a fake coma? Were they pretending, or was it? Were they actually in some sort of trance that they could not respond? I don't because know. I think they've been once, right. I been, they are very interesting background characters. You never you don't notice that they're just laying it because like the dad just like after Caleb dies or whatever he the dad just leaves. I'm like your two other twin like kids are like in the corner just laying there in weird positions, and the dad just leaves. I'm like you just lost a son. You might want to check on your twins. Then like shit's going down. And he leaves. Imagine if you were a little kid their age in that situation. Like, I feel like you would just shut down too and pretend, you know, maybe they were pretending, maybe they weren't. But like, I took it as them, like, just trying to completely shut down and shut everything out. That was because they're obnoxious a little bit. And they're probably just like being like weirdos and just kind of going with the vibe. I want to go back and see. I didn't view it as that way. I thought I viewed it as they were like fucked up from what just happened. Oh, well, oh. we got to see it in multiple. Yeah. I want to go back and watch again because I want to see what they're, how much they're interacting with Black Phillip before then. Because they're teasing him constantly. Like they they're could, constantly like, they could have Philip Black Phillip already be under the control Brown of you know of Black Phillip by the time this happens. So they may just be like you know Trojan horses just waiting to let drop witch bombs on everybody. I don't know, but we nah. don't know. They don't. They just disappear at night, right? Like when when the dad locks them all. The witch in the barn. reveals herself in that. That was thing that, that they're trapped I think this in. is the and only. Just part, I think that's the only part of the movie that I had an issue with. I get that they were trying to like wrap it up, and but the disappearance of uh, the two kids just seemed unceremonious. Like yeah, the next morning they were just they were just gone. Well, the other thing is if you if you think about it, because of the very the very last scene in the movie where the witches start to fly. And if you put two and two together, that two children's bodies are missing. Okay. Yeah, it's kind they, of a, they may kind of they may have been turned into a, a unction as well. Sure. Unction. Uh, what is that? Unction. You and. I could definitely see yeah, the uh, old timey word. <laughs> the uh, it, it. I think the ending a little bit. Um, I liked the ending personally, because I think like you. Yes, yeah, Like T just was saying. Uh, and his wife agrees that it is empowering to Thomason because she was thrown into this this horrible situation. She got dealt a terrible hand. Obviously, her family is dead at the end of the movie, but like she's free of this life. And like, I think even though she made a deal with the devil, it's better than her situation that she was in before. And like, if all of these witches that, you know, were in the same situation that she was in, then you could see how, like, you know, getting out of their situations and going into this coven where there is this, you know, sense of camaraderie. Maybe they are evil. Maybe they are, you know, messing with maybe, I mean, not not necessarily innocent people. If we look at the the family and everything uh, that the, the father was doing. I but, mean, is know. it the only time you see somebody happy in the entire movie? Is exactly. Her at the end? Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying. 
That's funny because they're. It's yeah. like they're always praying during the entire movie, and like, is that the answer to her prayers? Is like her family getting slaughtered and her being happy? Right, right in the well, beginning. No, I don't think so. Right in the beginning, as the mother <laughs> is breastfeeding the child outside the house, and the children are playing. Um, everybody, it's it is the moment of the movie where it is the happy family. Like they are, they're okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone there is happy for the most part. Things are complete. But it, you know, that's the first freaking six minutes, <laughs> right? And then that's it. Yep. Yeah, that is one way to one, start though. a movie. I, I really did like this baby. one. Some a some a twenty four movies I can go either way on. Like when we watch Under the Skin, like that one took me a little bit to come around to, but like this one, my wife stayed up for the entire time. She loved it too. Um, it helps that it's only organic. ninety minutes. You know. Yes, that did. But yeah. it had like it had a full yeah. tight tight script. It had a tight full movie. like legit story to it. It's not like the lighthouse where a lot of stuff is like open to interpretation and towards the end it just gets fucking a lot of that batshit yeah. crazy towards the end. Like this one has a beginning, a middle, and end. It tells a story. It may not be happy at all times, but it's you know, well thought out, well put together, and you know, I thought this is freaking great Halloween movie. Especially yeah, if you I live didn't. near the woods or in the woods. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, yeah, this movie definitely did not overstay its welcome. They didn't, I, th- I like the way it started, because um, they're, like we've said before, there is some backstory to what was happening there with them in the village, but we don't need that. We don't need that, um, you know, background on what happened to them. We just know that for some reason they're leaving the village because they had their differences uh, with the people there. Um, and this is where the story starts, so. You know, it's not it's not bloated and it's it's a tight 90 minutes, like we were saying. And I think, you know, I think it's a I, I really enjoyed watching it. I mean, I wouldn't say enjoyed, um, but I uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a really good movie. Did you guys know that Robert Eggers also have short films for Hansel and Gretel and The Telltale Heart, which are also old? I mean, that makes sense. No, that full. sounds great. I would yeah. check those out. Tales or whatever. I, I'm just flipping through his IMDb yeah. for his. To check those out. Uh, isn't Telltale Heart at Ground Poe? I think so. Something like yeah. that. I'm Is super it? excited for uh, Edgar's uh, Nosferatu remake. His interpretation on oh, that. That one's going to be yes. It's got to be good. <sighs> yeah, that's going to be interesting. It's nice when uh, you can find one of these directors where, like, yeah, he just makes good movies. It's just one of those where it's like... everybody has that. Yeah, it's just one of those guys where you're like, if something, if you put something out, I will check it out. You know, I will watch it. Check it out. Yeah. Alex Garland. He's a lot younger than Nolan, Tarantino. Like, yeah. I I don't know why, but in my brain, I just pictured him as, like, a late 40s, 50-year-old guy, but he... No, he's younger. The behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, dude. he's a pretty young dude. He's I'm like, 40. well, damn, he's got many years of movies coming. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Who who did um uh Midsummer and Hereditary? That was Ari. Oh. what's his name? Ari Aster. Some... Ari Aster. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. And then who did um Annihilation and uh... Garland? Alex Garland. Garland. Mm-hmm. So these right, these yep. this the, those three directors specifically are like, I think up and coming. We talked about uh, Jordan so Peele far. too. We threw him in the mix as well. Oh, and Jordan Peele, yeah, and absolutely him Definitely. too. I like, can't wait to see These guys are paving the way of doing a good take on keeping things fresh with good stories, good acting, memorable shit. Yeah, in like horror thriller kind of 
sci-fi shit and all stuff. And I, yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. They, those guys, I see their name on it. I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. A24 for me is like a stamp of approval. Now when I see that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm in, Yep, I'm good. Let's watch it. You're not going to get any yeah. weird cookie cutter Marvel superhero movies out of them. You're going to get something that no. you may not like it, but it'll probably make you think at some point. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Okay. Well, let's wrap this puppy it. up. Yeah. <laughs> Bar on the witch. That was a, yeah, that was an interesting that one. That was a great pick. Um, yeah. Finally got around to doing it. You know, I knew it'd be a good, a good conversation. Uh, there's a lot to dig into. Um, there's probably more that we could talk about, but uh, I think we've touched on the big things. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to Nosferatu. I think, uh, I think he will do an excellent job with that. And I actually want to see Nosferatu, the movie, just the original. I just think that would be interesting to see. I've seen the original, actually, like is when it, I was a kid. Is it watched? Is it? I can do all, all really old movies. Is it? Um, I mean, it's a silent movie. Um, yeah. Is it watchable though? Like, I can you from what I from, from what I remember. Um, I I remember enjoying it when I was a kid. So. Okay. I'd like to see it too. I've never actually watched it. Yeah. I haven't seen that and I haven't seen um Metropolis or whatever and I haven't seen a few other of those old old uh, movies. Silent Era. Yeah. I mean Nosferatu yeah, is legitimately like and... creepy. Like the design of the the character is actually for the time is like pretty creepy, but it's cool. Right. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Uh then let's end this and then we'll take a break and go into act three we'll play a round of movie 20 questions We are back for Act Three. We're all I... here. We all survived, right? No, no witch or bunny. Nobody's or been taken into the woods. Uh, we were talking yeah. about you know, between the break, uh, between two and Act Two and Act Three. We were we were like, oh yeah, we had a couple stories we wanted to touch on real quick. So let's um, yeah, teach us. What was your story that you wanted to share before we get into a uh, movie twenty? Oh, mine's mine's pretty short. It is. Uh... When I was watching it in the theater, it was a relatively packed theater, so we were stuck kind of in the back corner, which was, you know, cool because this is twenty what sixteen something like that when that came out. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, but 15. but for some reason, we got stuck next to this guy who was like twice my size, and from almost the beginning of the movie, he is like throughout the entire movie, like audibly upset from this movie. And he's like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> No, like the scene where Caleb is going into the hut. He's like, no, 
No, don't go in there. <laughs> don't go in there. Do it. Right. And I had to literally turn to him at one point, like, dude, you gotta shut up. <laughs> like you're ruining this for me. Right. <laughs> and he's like it's right next intense. to me. And I'm like, uh but uh it hit that guy pretty hard. <laughs> that's it, that's, that's all funny. I got. Oh, that's funny. Um, no, so <clears throat> for me it was very spooky. So I'm watching this movie and I'm wearing headphones. And then I'm hearing like this voice. I'm like, that kind of sounds like a kid. I'm like, well, there's kids in this movie. So it's one of the kids. No, it's my kid. So my uh, eldest for the last three years, he, he sleepwalks. He has night terrors once in a while. Oh, man. And uh, some of them are pretty freaky. Like he's sitting man. up, he's looking at you, he's talking to you, but he's saying like fucked up shit. Like they're taking my heart out. My sister had this. You know, or like, I, so Don't watch Andy. Yeah. So it's just always, so he's up there. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, that's real. That's coming from Sarah. So I, I'm like listening. I'm like, he might go back to sleep and be okay. But then he like, he sleep, my kids sleep in bunk bed. So he crawls out of his lower, his upper bunk bed, crawls into the lower bunk bed and sits next to his brother. And he's just going, I'm stuck. I can't get out. I'm stuck. I can't, I can't get out. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. This is right during the Caleb scene. Up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, this is like, this is like, that's fucked up, dude. This is like when, like when the family sh- like shows up to the village and the, or the, I'm sorry, to the, oh, to the oh, lot the, of land that they're the going to, yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm just like, and I'm like, what is this kid voice thing I keep hearing? And it's my kid. So I had to pause the movie and I'm like my, my wife and I are calming him down. And my other kid woke up and he's crying. He's just like, is there a zebra? <laughs> and I was just like, this is hilarious. He's like, he, is he talking about a zebra? And the other one, and I'm like, I'm trying to watch this movie about this family. I've already seen it. So I know what I'm getting myself into. And I'm like, I don't believe in ghosts or any of that shit. But I'm like, man, that this is, is creepy. Give me the heebie-jeebies, dude. Dude, when your kid... It says that stuff <laughs> and you can't get them out of it and they're like there and they're just like yeah I, yeah it's eyes just screaming and you're like, fucking ah. scary they're there but they're not there dude yeah, they're possessed is, and then creepy. i'm like so i'm watching that caleb shit later on in the movie i'm like oh my god this is <laughs> creepy man because i could just saw it in real life could you imagine your kid just like ah. <laughs> you know? oh my god but anywho i forgot about it that is. Also, one other thing I, I wanted to touch on real quick. She stepped on a baby egg. There was like a, a egg with a baby chick in oh, there yeah. in the movie. Did that mean anything when she did that? Or was it just accidental? Or she had did she step on it or did she drop it? Because I thought that was the egg that she pulled out. And I thought she dropped it. I don't know. But they showed, they purposely showed. Yeah, it was. I don't know if they had a rooster or what. Because I don't know if they're just raising the chicken. I mean, they got to have roosters if they're going to have more chickens, I guess. But Right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what I, that meant. Yeah. That's what that happens when you drop an egg. I'm just being flooded with all these things I wanted yeah. to talk about. It could about. have just been like an it. ominous warning, like, oh no, more stuff's going on. Because that was pretty early on, right? That was post-Samuel. That was very early post-Samuel, on. Post-Samuel, but before they go into the woods, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, one anecdote. So, hey, next time you watch it. One anecdote for me. Look at I it. went to a, a farm today for a field trip for my son, and there was goats there. And I, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never yeah. look at goats the same way. I don't trust goats anymore. Sing the song to them. There you go. Luckily, there was no black ones there, so we. I think we were good. But <laughs> White, Philip, Brown, Philip. They're all staring at you anyway. Uh, all right. Right. Goody eyes. No, they just want food. They're, they're, just, they're just hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, fellas, it is time for us to play a game. 
of movie 20 questions. Now, we all know the rules, but if you're listening and you don't, 20 questions is very simple. Uh, they have basically 19 questions and then a guess. They have to figure out what movie I have I picked out. And all I can say is yes or no to their question. So with that... And if we guess and it's wrong, we lose. No, then it's over. Yeah. You can't be like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. And it's Dumb over. and Dumber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, it's another you know, one of, That's another one of Brandon's maybe, maybe, staples. Maybe. <laughs> five, the Voyage Home? Mm, all right. A good one. Uh, who's going who's gonna to ask the first question? Let's kick it oh, off. I'll go. Do it. Uh... Is this this movie before the year 2000? That was what I was going to ask. Yes. Yes. Is this movie before 1990? No. All right. 90s jam. Let's go. 90s jam. Put it with your peanut butter. So it could be Dumb and Dumber. In Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Tricked you. Maybe. Um. Is this movie uh, in the horror genre? Uh, yes. All right, that helped out. Um, horror. Is this movie? Is this movie live action, like not animated or anything like that? Yes, it's live okay. action. Good, good. Does this movie have a female lead? Um, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to say no. Oh, okay. Hesitation on that one, though. I mean, so it's strong. Yeah, it could be. Curious how you, you could, so okay. a strong female character. An ensemble, like a, like a Scream movie. Yeah. Is this movie part of a franchise? No. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so not the Scream movies. Was this movie... An adaptation of anything else? Book, comic, anything? Yes. 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 Okay. Was <laughs> it Tank Girl? <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Uh, we'll move with the kang- we'll move um, with the kangaroos, the other one. All right. Uh, <laughs> That's a scary well, movie. It's not a franchise and it's an adaption, uh, adaptation like Beetlejuice. Is that 90s, early 90s? Mm, Beetlejuice is, is 80, 90s? like eight, I think. Late 80s? Very late yeah, late I believe 88, something like that. Hmm. All right. I'm not big into horror, so. Because this count like as a, a question. Did, did your wife pick this movie or did you come up with this one? <laughs> Um, she did not pick this. Okay. I haven't asked her in a while, but she does. Yeah, she does a pretty good job picking. She stumped us a couple times. The Ewok yeah. movie is now that on. Ewok it's movie on Disney one. Plus <laughs> now, and I kind of watch it. Yeah. I kind of got to want to see what Caravan. it's all about. Caravan of Courage or the Battle for Endor? Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now I feel like I have to watch it just out of obligation. I mean, they're bad. They're made for TV movies, but you know, <laughs> they're like an hour, yeah. I think. <laughs> all right. So um, what do we got here? Nineties horror, 90s. not a. This is not question a, eight. We're on. or not a guaranteed female lead, but possibly a mixed cast lead. 
adaptation. There's a female character, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. And at the end of this, you can tell me if who's the lead. I don't know, but yeah. But if it's questionable, yeah. then then it's a sort of like a mixed cast. Oh, then not part of a franchise. Hmm. That's the tough one. Finding a one-off, a one-off horror movie from the '90s. Well, yeah, especially like one-offs. Um, that's based off of something. It's not like an aliens movie, because those were in the right. '90s. Yeah, that's what. Right. It's kind of. Um, I feel like almost everything is based on. Was something this like... movie considered? I don't want to say blockbuster, but did this movie did this movie do well financially? Was it popular? Yes. That's okay. eight. Hmm. popular um is this movie so you said it's a horror movie i'm trying to nail down like drill down on sub genres here is this supernatural horror no okay nine. Oh god this could be something like um <sighs> oh. Uh, oh man what is that one with um is it marky mark where he's the uh Mark Wahlberg, where he's the the boogie nights. No, he's the stalker of the girl in the movie. <laughs> Cape Fear. Yeah, Cape Fear is it something like Cape Fear. I I just had one pop in my head. Um, What's that? Oh, and it just popped out. What was it? It just popped out. <laughs> it was just in, and it just went out the other ear. Um, shit, we were just talking about these too. Uh, where'd my brain go? <laughs> Not supernatural. Yeah, see, my my brain tends to go to supernatural movies for horror too. So if it's not, it's like a real life thing. Yeah, it could be like oh sla- slasher, psychological. Is this a found footage movie? <laughs> <laughs> Bing. No, no, no it's, it's not. not. Oh fuck! No, uh, oh, I thought I had you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah uh, right. We were like that's a shoe in. Yeah, I almost picked Blair Witch. That's why I laughed. That's oh. I was like, I think that's I did funny. that before. Somebody's done that before. Uh, I thought I got gotcha. you. Damn it! It's not. I know. Eight, okay. nine, ten. So that was the tenth question. We're on eleven. Um. Can I ask about lo- locations? Was, or... uh, no, it's not supernatural horror. Never mind. If it takes place in the woods, is there anything in the, is there anything in the woods that's creepy for us? I can't. Yeah, but I mean, like everything ends up being like <laughs> a monster in the woods or something. Is that your question? Is it? No, no, no I'm just think, I'm thinking out loud. Oh, yeah, all the things I'm thinking of are either franchises or. Think out loud. Natural. Push like, me in the right direction. Talk to yeah. We talked about like the scream. Is it? Uh, is this like a slasher type movie? No. no. All right. Well, he it was waffling a little bit in the beginning on horror, anyways. So like, it could be like psychological or thriller more than horror. Right. I got gotcha. you. My my brain goes to stuff like the faculty and things like that but it's like well that's aliens though or something like an alien and i think about movies like the relic or um freaking wishmaster and 
Chucky, uh, Child's Play was 80s, though, I think, right? I think so. And that's yeah, all, those are all supernatural. So it, right, right. <laughs> Dang. Come on, guys. I thought you were going to get those in 10 questions. Really? So, yeah. I mean, he said okay. it was like maybe well received, I... popular movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've never met one person who said ill of this. Of this. Hmm. Um, we could nail down what it's an adaptation of. We could try. I don't think it's going to be com- comic books or, I mean, books. Could it be anything? Other. Oh, uh, I feel like. No, never mind. Never mind. That's also supernatural. I was thinking, could we go? Is there anything Stephen King from the 90s that's Stephen not King, supernatural? Like Misery. Or, misery. Yeah, Misery. Uh, yeah. Like the 80s. Yeah. No, is that nineties? Uh, uh, well, that's not. Really I think that's ninety. That's that's like this. Yeah, that super. Uh, yeah, misery's like ninety ninety one. That's a good. That's Stephen a, King actually mm, said that it could be the witch was terrifying too. By the way, if we it were could be interpreted. Is oh, is, is, like is, is James Caan the the main character or is Kathy Bates the main character? Yeah, that's a that's a he's the main character for sure. But Kathy Bates is absolutely it's a two person thing. Yeah. Bruce That's Willis. A, um, do you mind if I burn a question? Bruce Willis. Uh, go, go for it. Just to yeah, rule it out. A, you guys are on question a movie 12. This so takes you're place good. in like one location or, or, or super limited locations. Uh, yeah. Is it yeah. based on a Stephen King book? Uh, yeah. It's got it. <laughs> yeah, I, think we, I think we hit well, on something here. Dolores Claiborne, you know. <laughs> I mean. All right. So we can, I mean... King in the nineties. Was it's there? It's got to be misery. It's got to be. Yeah, misery was was received really well. She won an Oscar for that movie. Who um, was it? Kathy Bates. It fits all the. That? It fits yep. all the criteria. Yeah, Kathy Bates was in. It's not. You know. It's. It's. She did get a. It's Oscar horror, game. but more on that yeah. like, you know, psychological. Like the only other thing. What is like it? Let's let's yeah, boil down some Stephen King. Eighties. That's super. That's absolutely uh, fantastical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's true. All right. Dream catcher. Let's, was... let's just let's just rule it out. Is Kathy Bates in this movie? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hold on. It could still be. Yeah. I, I, you know, stupid as it is, it could still be Dolores Claiborne. <laughs> I don't even know that. Yeah. I yeah. It's, a, it's another. It's an. It's actually really good. Just check it out sometime. Uh. Yeah, I mean, limited limited location, thriller. Kathy Bates is in it. I mean, is this about an author who gets tortured <laughs> by a lady? <laughs> uh yeah. All right. Is, is uh, it misery? Yeah, <laughs> it is misery. Nice. Yeah, that's a yes. good one. Yes. Right. I just watched that. Very that good. That is a damn good movie. Still, it's a good movie. Up. It's a good movie. Nice. What? Yeah. Kathy Bates is great. And she's great in that movie. Uh, I don't remember seeing that one. And I remember seeing that movie when I was like nine years old. I was just like that scene when he she knew he was trying to get out, so she rebroke his oh, ankles. Hobbled, I was just like, "Oh my yeah, god!" Was god. I could not imagine well, I being tortured like crazy. that. I was about to comment on that. the The difference between that part and the book is in the movie she crushes his, she hobbles him by breaking his ankles. In the book, she actually hacks one of his feet off. 
He hits his foot so hard Fuck. with an axe that it lodges in the bed, like in the wood below the bed. Oh, yeah, I wanna. Re- I was gonna oh, planning fuck. on reading the book because I heard about how the book goes down, and there's, and I was like, man, that would make a really good HBO miniseries. It's great. They really stretched out. It really goes into what the really because like two hours is long, but yeah, a whole a whole series of him being stuck in that house trying to get out. <laughs> It'd be so tense. They did it with um the miniseries on Netflix. Um. With uh, what's her name, Gina, or uh, the lady from House on Haunting a House on the Hill, where she's trapped. Yeah, in the are you talking about Gerald's Game or Gerald's not? Game? That's it. Gerald's Game is that what mm-hmm. it is? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Gerald's Game is all good. right. Well, congratulations, guys. Yeah, you guys uh, a... got Misery. Misery is a good, not a deep cut, but like it. I, I've never met anybody who's like that movie sucked. I was like, movie like, yeah, that movie was fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes agrees. It's like I've a 92. I've never seen so. it. Wow. To add that to the list. Yeah. You've never good. seen good. it, dude? Yeah, it's, oh my it's really God, good. dude. Dave. Well, I think we know what we're watching next year. If we remember. Yeah. I do love, I do love me some Stephen King. James Conn is funny yeah. in it, too, because he's... Like, in my brain, I just don't picture him as the role. But he totally pulls it off in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. All right. Yeah. Let's uh yeah we can wrap us up here. That's it. Um, wrap us up. Sure. Uh, Get us out of these woods, uh, Ugh, please, witches. Please. Uh, if you want to follow us, uh, you can follow us on X and Instagram at Nomads of Fantasy. Uh, we got the old TikToks going at the Nomads of Fantasy YouTube YouTube dot com slash at Nomads of Fantasy for all the video versions for Brandon's YouTube shorts. Uh, all, all our nomad needs. I've been cranking them out. Check out our <laughs> fancy new website, thenomadsoffantasy.com, um, where you can also order some merch. As if you're watching the video version, T just has his fancy Nomads of Fantasy mm. mug and his shirt. Yes, I love it. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I it love great. it. Uh, so, it does. Yeah. And it fits really well, too. That's awesome. I need to. Oh, nice. I need to get myself one of those. Like, I wanna. I wanna get our own merch because it, it just looks. It looks so good, especially in the mug. Uh, I, I really like the the new logo too. It's just. It is. It's simple. It's, yeah, it's yep. good. minimal. You can wear yep. this, and it's That's like super... it doesn't necessarily scream. It doesn't necessarily anything. scream anything at all. It's just. It's cool. I like it. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Which is kind of on brand. You know, the whole point. We're not fanboys to anything. We're really just. You, you go and explore and see something cool or play something cool, oh. bring it back and let us know. Oh, That's really asks. the whole point. If you want to know the, the Nomads of Fantasy, mm-hmm. there yep. you go. Yeah. Like, what is that shirt? Yep. Just check out the back. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you just have to wear that every day. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, big, big thanks to you, Tejas, for joining us. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. it was awesome. It was a pleasure. Thanks and for you having gave me us on. Some... I, I will endlessly talk about this movie if people let me i love it so much <laughs> yeah and you, you gave us some great insights as well uh the, some things that we probably wouldn't have thought of so it was you know it's great having you on so i'm um, sure there's a thousand things i've missed <laughs> <laughs> dave the, the uh the emotes there <laughs> um but yeah i think uh i think that's pretty much all i got oh play our game whatmapgame.com if you want to mm-hmm. guess some video game maps um is there anything else Join the Discord. Nomadsfantasy.com slash Discord. Yep. I always have stuff going on in there. There's some art conversations going on in there. It's pretty chill. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, 
Uh, <laughs> Dave, as <laughs> safe always, travels safe travels, nomads. <laughs>